Jordan, welcome back to Learnt My Lesson. I am your host, Sav. I hope you guys have had a really good week. My week has been mostly uneventful, but pretty good. We have had some nice weather, a few really nice days with some sunshine. So even though it has been very cold, at least, the sun has been out, which I'm very grateful for. So today's episode is going to be about diet culture and body image and all of that. I'm not really sure why, but it has been a topic that's come up a few times with the people around me over the last couple of days, and I just always find it a really interesting topic to discuss. It's a really important thing to be mindful of and bring awareness to how bad diet culture is and the impact it can have on people. So I'll start with the a few comments that my very own grandmother has made to me in the last couple of weeks. The first one was she suggested that I start drinking green tea to help me lose weight. And then on another occasion, she said that I'm I'm okay how I am right now. I'm all right right now, but I shouldn't put on any more weight. Or in fact, she said, please don't put on any more weight. And, you know, I don't hold this, these comments against her personally. I love my grandmother and she has her faults as everyone does. And I understand that she grew up in a very different world to I did and with a very different mindset to the way people think now and all of those things. She just doesn't really understand why those sorts of comments are so bad and, you know, that sort of thing. So that this is not me (laughs) just hating on my grandmother, but it's just to kind of spark that conversation of why do people think it's okay to comment on other people's bodies and it is really hard with the generations before us because, like I said, I do understand that they grew up in a different world to us and particularly with someone as old as my grandmother is. She's 87 and there's not really any changing her view on the world at this stage. She's quite a stubborn woman and maybe that's naive of me. I don't know. But anyway, I see all over social media, I see it in person, People comment on other people's bodies so often, whether it be to that person's face or to somebody else about that person. And I just don't understand it. Like I, for as long as I can remember, I've actively tried to not talk about other people's bodies, weight loss, weight gain, any changes in their bodies, because it just always has felt like none of my business. And Don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's been times where I've been guilty of saying things that I shouldn't have and perpetuating this diet culture. I have no doubt about that. You know, like, we're all only human, so I'm sure I don't say the right thing at every given moment. But I do know that I really actively try my best to avoid commenting on other people's appearances. And I just don't understand why people do it. It really does baffle me. I think for the most part, people nowadays understand that it's not okay to comment on people's weight gain. I think people are more aware of why that's so bad and how that can be so negative and so detrimental to somebody's view on themselves and all of those things. But the thing that I still see a lot of that I struggle with is 
people commenting on weight loss, particularly when you don't know why, like how that person has lost the weight. You have no idea if they've done it in a healthy way or if they've stopped eating or are restricting themselves or anything like that. And I just don't really think that weight loss or weight gain should be commented on by just anyone. Obviously, there's exceptions to that. You know your relationship with certain people. If you know someone has had a goal to lose some weight for whatever reason for themselves and they're doing it in a really healthy way and you know that for sure and you're just trying to support them and encourage them and say they're doing so well, if if they've lost some weight, then of course, you know, like I said, you know the situation and the relationship you have with that person. But for the most part, I just don't think it's necessary. And I think the thing is, like, weight for everyone fluctuates. Obviously, generally speaking, I know that there's some people that really struggle to put on any weight and are quite naturally slim. So maybe perhaps these don't. But for me personally, my weight fluctuates quite a lot. And I know a lot of people whose weight fluctuates a lot. And that's very normal and that's very natural. So if somebody's lost weight and you congratulate them, who knows if their weight is going to fluctuate again. And then they might feel a certain type of way if they got all these comments and compliments when they lost weight. But now they've put it back on. And it just, I just don't think it's necessary or helpful in any way, personally. And if you have a different opinion, as always, I would love for you to message me your thoughts on this. So message the Instagram at learnmylesson. But yeah, I just really don't think that anyone should ever comment on somebody else's body, whether it be positive or negative, because the culture that we live in is just so focused on what people look like and their appearances and they put so much value on those things and any commenting on people's bodies positive or negative I think is contributing to this culture that we really need to try eradicate. (laughs) Now I was quite lucky to grow up with parents that did not push any sort of diet or anything like that on me and my mum has a pretty good mindset when it comes to food in terms of she would always be like, you've got to live your life, you know, you shouldn't restrict yourself. And, you know, she has a quite good attitude when it comes to food and carbs. Carbs are always a big yes in my house and um, all of those things. However, she did and still does talk a lot about her own body in a negative way. And when she's put on weight, she's like, oh, you know, like, she just will comment on the fact that she's put on weight in a negative way and and say, you know, she needs to lose it or she just wants to lose a couple of kilos or, you know, like those sorts of things. And I remember hearing these comments from her from quite a young age. And I definitely think that's contributed to some of my struggles with at certain periods where I've been really fixated on my body and what it looks like and my weight and things like that. A majority of that came from diet culture itself and society itself, but, you know, that definitely didn't help. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about first was a video I saw where an eating disorder coach talked about the five things that she would never do while raising her kids because of her profession. And so I wanted to go through them. The first one was that she would never put her kids on a diet, which I think... To me, when I 
first saw that video, I was like, of course not. But then I registered that a lot of people do and a lot of people have probably been put on diets by their parents in the past. And I really hope that that's not something that still happens. But unfortunately, I think it is. I don't think that we're completely out of that sort of era where parents are pushing diets on their kids. And I think there's a difference between teaching your kids what healthy and nutritious food and meals look like, but encouraging balance at the same time and, you know, like educating them on why those nutritious foods are important. And you can do that without pushing a diet on them. The second thing she said was something about how she would never deal with the deal in the extremes um, with her kids in terms of food. So she said that she deals with a lot of people that grew up in a household or an environment that only had junk food and they ate whatever they wanted and didn't learn about what healthy and nutritious things and meals looked like and basically grew up on unhealthy food and junk food and, um, you know, those highly processed uh, quick meals and those sorts of things. Then obviously the other extreme is super healthy, weren't allowed treats and yeah, never had anything sweet in their house and only ever got treats if they went to a friend's house and had them there, like the, that sort of extreme. So she said she would never work at either ends of those. It's so important to teach your kids as they're growing up about food, all types of food and you know, really provide that education for them. Her third thing was that her kids do not need to earn their dessert, which I really love. So she doesn't make her kids finish everything on their plate in order to get dessert because it implies that your treats or sweet things are something that you need to earn and you need to do something to, like, deserve, I guess, the treat. Number four, she said, was she doesn't make any comments about their body and their appearance. And that's kind of like what I was talking about before, which I think is a really good thing to do. There's a difference between, say, they're dressed up nicely for some sort of event or something and saying that they look really nice and saying, you know, making direct comments about their body shape or size or anything like that. And number five, which I loved and she said is arguably the most important one, is that she will never go on a diet. And that is, I think, more important than people realize, like how their parents treat food and and their relationship with food has such an impact on their kids, even if they don't actively push, say, diets on their kids' but they're doing it to themselves, that definitely has an impact. So I think that one's really important. So yeah, those were the five things that she said she wouldn't do while raising her kids. Obviously, for anyone listening, you can raise your kids however you want, but I think those things are really important to keep in mind when it comes to food and uh, your kid's relationship with food. And speaking of a parent's relationship with food, I saw a video uh, that compared clips of Chris Jenner to Gigi Hadid's mother. I think her name's Yolanda. And obviously these were a select few clips of each person. And I don't know if 
Chris has had more negative behaviours towards food. I, I don't watch enough of the Kardashians or anything like that to know. But in this video, there was clips of Chris uh, talking to her daughters about food and being really like encouraging. And, and one of the girls was talking about how they went to this place and they got a burger and fries. And then after that, they were still hungry and they got this and that and all these things. And Chris was like, oh my God, sounds like Kevin or, you know, like yum. And... Yeah, there was a few different of cl uh, clips of Chris with her kids uh, interacting in some way related to food, and it was so positive, and it was, like, how I think everyone should be, personally. And then the clips that I saw of Yolanda Hadid were so just hard to watch, to be honest. Um, there was a video at Gigi's birthday, and they brought out the cake, and she blew out the candles, and... Yolanda was talking about how, well, they, it's a shame, you know, about their diet, so they can't have any, and Gigi was like, no, I want, uh, we, we're having a little piece, and you're having one too, and she, and Yolanda was like, no, and she eventually had, like, not even a bite, like, it was a tiny little slither, and, you know, like, there was a few, th a few clips where she was making comments about food or her her reactions to when Gigi was talking about food and it was just so negative and yeah there was so much of that whole like diet culture just like seeped into their conversations and yeah it was really sad to see but it just goes to show like how much of an impact you as a parent can have on your kids and their relationship with food. I think it's just so crazy with diet culture because I've seen things like saying that you shouldn't eat fruit because it's too high in sugar, which blew my mind. Imagine trying to say fruit isn't good for you and fruit is like, oh, I just don't understand. And like there's a lot of those things that paint food in a negative way, like uh, rice and potatoes and those sorts of things. And, you know, they're too carby and all those things. Why are people afraid of carbs, carbohydrates? is what your brain is fueled by. Your brain needs carbohydrates. That's its fuel source. So I would advise anyone to stay away from a keto diet, which you basically reduce any carb intake. I'm pretty sure keto is the high-protein, low-carb diet. And, I mean, stay away from any diet ever, to be honest, but particularly that one, because your brain needs carbohydrates. Next, I wanted to talk about some things that are quite often normalized but are definitely signs of disordered eating. The first one is having a really low calorie diet. I've seen a lot. I don't know where this number came from and who decided on this number, but uh, 1,200 calories a, d a day is what a lot of people seem to target or that's just a number that I see a lot when it comes to diet videos and those sorts of things that I've seen. And that is literally, um, I might need to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure that's a two-year-old's recommended caloric intake. So it is clearly not enough for anyone who is old enough to be listening to this podcast. So you should definitely be eating more than 1200 calories a day. I don't think any of my friends are like this, but talking obsessively about portions, macros, calories, like all those things, like 
being super obsessive over all those things at every meal. I just think that there's no, there is no healthy way to do that. And I know that people who are really into their gym or like fitness or bodybuilding do those things. So some people might argue that, you know, it's important for them to do like their sport um, if they're competing in bodybuilding or whatever. I'm just unsure whether that can be done in a healthy way personally but that's a bit of a gray area I guess another thing that is super normalized is like discussing food and using terms like willpower control discipline and like those sorts of words associated with food and cheat days cheat days word I hate because you're not cheating anything I hate any videos that say they make healthy alternatives to sweet foods which is fine if you're not a huge sweet tooth then you might like those versions of food and that's absolutely fine but I hate when people use the term guilt-free version of this or you know guilt-free cookies or whatever because you shouldn't feel guilty about eating food ever you should never feel guilt around food easier said than done given the culture that we in the society that we live in but I really do strongly believe that you should never ever feel guilty for eating food ever another thing is people saying they've like fallen off the wagon as such which can be people say a lot to do with both diet and exercise so a lot of the time if they've stopped going to the gym as much or whatever they say they've fallen off the wagon and this is something I struggle with because I really do all or nothing thinking and so I feel like once I start going to the gym I should be going five days a week and have a workout plan and really stick to it and so then if I don't go for a couple of days I feel like I've fall I feel like I've fallen off the wagon and I really struggle to start again because I feel like I need to go into this like full workout thing where it's like if I took that pressure off and I took away that phrase fallen off the wagon and I hadn't been to the gym for a couple of days I could be like just not even think about it and be like well that's fine I'll go today I have time today I'll go today but I'm like I've fallen off the wagon I really need to get back on and once I'm on I'm I have to do x y and z And I'm like, that just gets myself into a really bad mindset. And I think it's the same with food because I do really have a sweet tooth. And sometimes if I've found that I've eaten really badly for a while and I think, oh my goodness, my eating habits are really bad. I am not getting enough nutritionally dense food. I should start eating healthier. I get in this mindset where I'm like, I need to give up all bad food. And I say bad in quotes because there's no such thing as bad food. But so I'll rephrase that. I'm going to give up all really sugary foods and start eating really nutritionally dense foods. And yeah, I don't know. I just get into that mindset. And I think that whole falling off the wagon phrase is like a big contributor to those things. But yeah, those are some things that I just think are very much diet culture in a nutshell or you know diet culture behaviors that we need to work on getting rid of I didn't cover as much as I thought I would I have a few more things to say on this topic so I might do a question box or some polls or something for next week's episode and continue this topic or I might leave it for another week um I'm not too sure but anyway 
I've run out of time for recording so I will have to leave it here but let me know your thoughts and feelings on this topic and what I had to say if you disagree with me let me know and yeah I love to have these conversations with people so I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you next week have a great week bye